the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Exclusive Twin Cities source for business and investing news. This is the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Nothing will change for now. That's the takeaway from the Supreme Court ruling yesterday about access to a widely used abortion pill. As correspondent Mark Sherman explains, the court was asked to decide whether restrictions imposed by lower courts should remain in effect while a challenge to the FDA approval of mifepristone plays out in the federal courts. All the court was doing was ruling on that very narrow issue. It wasn't saying anything at all about medication abortion or mifepristone, just whether the status quo, the situation that exists today, should remain in place while the legal case continues, first in the Fifth Circuit, the Court of Appeals based in New Orleans, and then potentially at the Supreme Court. The court's action almost certainly will leave access to Mifepristone unchanged at least into next year as those appeals play out, including a potential appeal right back to the U.S. Supreme Court. This is SRN News. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.com. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440. Yeah, I like that music. Does anyone know what that is? It's a test. I was impressed when that music, when this was made, that uh, our, our, uh, when the, uh, the uh, capo, uh, 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 John, uh, knew this song, I'm like, where, I didn't think he. I didn't think he spoke uh, classical music. I was pretty impressed by that. But we know John is a man of many, many, many talents. Um, and since I know he listens to the show, hi John, how are you? Um, King Banyan Show, the Biz fourteen forty six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to call with questions and comments six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We're going to do. We're going to do things. I'm going to try to clean up a couple a couple of items from the last hour of the show, which if you missed it, well, okay. You could go listen to the podcast. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, uh, and you can find the podcast for the show going back for as long as you'd like, okay? There are plenty of instances where I've been wrong. You can, you can, you can be the fact checker. Um, you can be the person that puts puts uh, these questions in in my face to say, "Hey, what's going on uh, here uh, with the King Banyan? What's going on? You said this, and then that happened. Forecasters are wrong all the time. Uh, it happens. Uh, it just happens. It's so you know. And I'm just I'm just willing to to just continue to give forecasts because people want them. People want to know." Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to call. Questions, comments, uh, and uh, and 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 concerns. Uh, let me go back to the, the very end of this piece that Bostic says, which I thought was important. Which is that that in his model, inflation doesn't get below three and a half percent before the end of twenty three, which means they have to keep rates high. But he also says, and I found. This interesting. His model says no recession. And right now the no recession story got got some supporting data this week. The yes recession side got some supporting data this week in terms of the leading economic indicators. LEI has a very long history, has about 80 years of history to work with. But it's such a weird economy that uh, things are so kind of out of balance that it's very hard to determine uh what happens there and so i really thought we should play uh, a little bit from uh from wall street week last night and no it's not larry summers okay larry was on he's always on and 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 you know i listened to the larry pieces and larry was fine but the one that really caught my eye and i sent it to spencer and he's like oh yeah we got to play this um was um, was uh, Rick Reeder? He is the uh, he's a he's the chief economist at BlackRock, um, and um, and he's being asked you know what, he's being asked about the market and and the and and the economy more generally speaking and and what the Fed's focus should be, 
And he has this to say. Let's probably cut seven. <clears throat> so listen, I, I think the Fed is, is right to focus on inflation. We've got the funds rate up, and, and the market's projecting they're going to go to five and a quarter, which seems about right in terms of where the funds rate is going to get to. But now you've got to think about, you know, you've gone from zero. Think about where we were last year. The funds rate was at 50 basis. This time last year, we're at 50 basis points, and we're doing $120 billion in QE. Now we're going to the other extreme. I think the thing that the Fed really has to focus on now can you move and then hold rates here for a period of time without doing too much damage to the economy? You've seen damage in the banking industry. You've seen damage in commercial real estate. You're seeing damage playing out in auto finance. And I think the Fed really needs to think about, let's be patient now. Right. Then let's be patient now. Right. And he gets interrupted. And it's the only reason I cut it off there. It sounds like I cut him mid-sentences because... Uh, I'm forgetting I'm forgetting the interviewer's last name, uh, David something, and he cuts him off with, a, with another question, with another question, um, and the answer. And I'm going to replay that cut seven in a minute because I, I, there's more to say. But I wanted you to hear what he says after this as soon as possible. So this is cut eight. So, I mean, I, I think people underestimate, first of all, commercial real estate is about a $10 trillion market. Residential real estate is about four times the size. The other stat that I don't think people realize, the banking system is critically important, but it's only about 15%, depending on how you measure it, of the financing in the country. So you got to think about what other things, boy, did he hurt the banking system, how much capital, when you move rates this much, you think about other areas, venture capital, et cetera. It's part of why we've never seen rates move this much higher. We've never seen this much QE put in, and then let's back off. And so there are so many considerations. Modern economy is incredibly complex. So I thought this was interesting, and, I, and I'll, I'm going to play cut seven again in a minute. But when I teach students here at St. Cloud State about how to model an economy, and, I, and, and we're going to name the first hour of the show talking about, you know, when – when the data doesn't help you, when the data is unclear, you need a model, right? You need a model of what's happening, right? And the sort of says, yeah, I got all this noisy data coming in, and 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 the data right now is noisier than ever, and trying to extract a signal out of that noise is as hard as as I can recall in forty years of being being an active economist who does forecasting as some part of either his teaching or his or his research. And it is. It's just super hard. And it's why I, I always resist. There's always been this this tension between the people like, well, just guess the next number. By whatever method possible, just guess what the next number is. Use some statistical algorithm that will look like a black box. But if it gets the next number right, who cares if it's a black box? And, and I'm like, no, I don't. I, it may just be because I'm, I'm a crabby old man. But, but cra this crabby old man still says, no. You actually need to have a way to tell a story. That's why I tell my students. I said, you're going to get a forecast wrong. And when the boss calls you in and says, boy, you really made a mess of that one, you better have a story or you're not going to get called to the office too often. First, you'll be ignored and then you'll be let go. Right? If you call me in the office and ask me why, why I got a forecast wrong, that means you actually read the forecast and probably used it in your own thinking. That's all I can ask for if I'm a forecaster, right? The minute you stop calling me when I get a forecast wrong is the moment I know, oh, I'm probably not working for them for much longer. 
So I have to have a model of the economy. And the other thing I'll say about those black box models, <clears throat> it's true in all statistical forecasting, right? We teach our students that your model works well <clears throat> when all the data are pretty close to the normal levels they would be at. Um, there's a way to think about the errors in that, in that as you get further away from the normal range of economic behavior, your errors don't stay constant further away. They actually, they actually grow exponentially comp- to the distance you are from normal. Uh, now, I'm using, I'm using common language words for very specific statistical concepts. And if you want to, if you, if you want to talk to me in, in terms of statistics, hit me on Twitter. I'd be happy to engage that conversation with you as best I can. Although 280 characters doesn't work well, and neither of us will be able to use equations, I think. Um, maybe maybe you're better at tweeting tweeting an equation than I am. Um, but the data are really really hard to work with right now, and 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 the point that that reader is making is saying we have never there's no history there's no past in which we have ever raised the Fed funds rate by currently. 425 basis or 450 basis points in a year. There's never been a point in history where we've gone from QE of $120 billion to QT tightening at $90 billion. <clears throat> never. We've never done that. And so you have a model that you built for moves where it's 25 basis points, then a pause, and another 25, so that within a year you might move 100, and in a very aggressive rate hike cycle, maybe you went 200. Your model, you can't just assume that that 400 is just double 200 in terms of what your model would predict. But you don't have any way to train your model to fit that particular world because you haven't lived in it. You don't have a past to measure it against. And so there's a so you have to rely on things and and the market is more reliant than ever on the Fed telling it what it wants to do not because they wouldn't like to have it sussed out for themselves but they can't they don't live in a world where they're able to do that kind of forecasting. And so in that world they end up relying on the Fed more than they should. Right? Let's listen one more time. This is such an important thing that that reader is saying. Cut 7 one more time. So listen, I I think the Fed is is right to focus on inflation. We've got the funds rate up and and the market's projecting they're going to go to five and a quarter, which seems about right in terms of where the funds rate is going to get to. But now you've got to think about, you know, you've gone from zero. Think about where we were last year. The funds rate was at 50 basis. This time last year, we're at 50 basis points and we're doing 120 billion in QE. Now we're going to the other extreme. I think the thing that Fed really has to focus on now, can you move and then hold rates here for a period of time without doing too much damage? to the economy. You've seen damage in the banking industry. You've seen damage in commercial real estate. You're seeing damage playing out in auto finance. And I think the Fed really needs to think about, let's be patient now. And this is, this is the, the, the point to be made here. Because you've never experienced this before, you don't have a way to call up history and say, here's what happened last time. We think that's going to happen again. They don't they don't really have a model for this because no one has a model. 
No one, no one can, no one can use statistics to help them build a model. You actually, in this case, have to rely on a theory rather than saying, well, statistically, here's what the black box spits out for the last three times we had a 450 basis point move in the Fed funds rate in, in 12 months. Your model doesn't have any of that. Come on. So it doesn't have that. So you need a story. You need some way to explain it. Explain it. And that's that's the, and, and so the question is not whether or not they so what's the Fed can be able to say? They can only say one thing. We're gonna go to five and a quarter. I think I think readers right. I think I go there and they're gonna say something pretty strong in in ten days' time to say to indicate unless conditions really change, we think we've hit where we wanna be. Okay, because if you look at the dot plot, ten of the eighteen are there. I don't think I don't think at the late June meeting there would be votes. I don't think they've got. I don't think they've got uh, eight votes to get to a uh, to get to a, a rise of another twenty five basis points. And even if they, and and eight won't be enough. Yes, the eight's a majority of FOMC. They will not f- jet, go out there further. Uh, they will not go out further on this until such time as. Until such time as as um, they see inflation reaccelerating, and they're saying our model does not see that happening. It says we're high in, we say it's high enough. All they're going to be able to do is try to project confidence. And if you don't like the Fed, if you have a negative attitude toward them, you're just going to think they're selling you snake oil, or they're just they're just blowing smoke up your skirt, or whatever it is you decide is is the term of art for the fact that they're that you think they're not telling you the truth. They're telling you the truth. They're telling you the truth as they know it because they don't have anything else to rely on at this point. They need to further articulate the model and I don't think that will happen at the earliest some model articulation should come out of should come out of uh the Jackson Hole meetings in August. I predict the Fed's on hold from this next meeting until at least then, because they don't have anything else to they they don't have anything else to offer at this time. I need to take a break here. When we come back, I'm going to switch topics. I actually do want to talk about the debt ceiling debate, and I also want to talk about dollarization and de-dollarization. So lots of D's coming up next on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. 
We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The Ramsey Show. And your husband's going to step up and get a backbone and deal with this because you're going to end up really further pissed at him if you don't. Yeah, you're going to end up losing your marriage over this. The Ramsey Show, live every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4. We are talking money uh, and uh, happy to visit with you on uh, 651-289-4477, our number to call with questions, comments, 651-289-4477 on line one. John, good morning. How are you? Hi, John. Oh, good morning. Um, Hi. Yeah, I was going to ask you, there was some talk this week about some type of a compromise offer from the House Speaker about the debt ceiling. And uh, there's only a few months, I believe, until that becomes very critical. I wonder if you had any information on that. And then also, you mentioned last week that you were on the St. Cloud Airport Commission. Yep. I was curious, when the Vice President visited there a few months ago to go to a factory, I think they were making electric buses, Yes. Was she able to land at the at the St. Cloud Airport? Do they have a eight or ten thousand foot runway that would uh, be capable of handling the large plane that she probably flew in on? Runway thirty one takes has seventy five hundred feet. We're actually trying to raise some, raise additional money to to take it out to eight thousand, but it's a pretty long runway, and 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 
her jet does land on that. So she did land here we, and, and got her from there over to New Flyer, which is the uh, factory you're talking about on the edge of St. Cloud. Uh, uh, John, you, you know what? You walked right into what my next topic's going to be, so you, you couldn't have timed your call any better. Um, I did want to talk about the debt ceiling. I also want to talk about de-dollarization. I think they're tied topics. So, so I, I'll tell you what. This is going to be a long answer. So I'm going to I'm going to say thank you and 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 go on to try to answer your question. But just expect this is going to be probably the next seven to ten minutes of my of my conversation because I want to tell you why. I think this is actually, I'm not going to say it's a nothing burger. It's a big deal. And it ties to the de-dollarization piece. So I want to tie those two together. So what do we mean by this? First, the debt ceiling issue, as we know, the debt ceiling was reached. Um, the debt ceiling was reached in um, in January. Secretary Yellen, like many Treasury secretaries of both parties before, when you hit that ceiling, then says, I'm now going to engage in extraordinary measures. I'm going to move money around. I'm going to use some funds over here to help make sure I can continue to pay my bills and still stay at the ceiling level. At some point, you run out of those those are fixed pots of money, and sometimes and eventually you run out of those fixed pots of money. When she said in January she was doing that, their expectations was they had till August. In my list of things that make me think that I might be right about a recession in 23 is the fact that so far, federal tax receipts uh, from us all filing our income taxes, hey, happy happy tax day to you, yeah, okay, hope you made it through okay, Um and those receipts are actually coming in below expectations. So the update, there was a, it was Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs published a report this week saying based on the estimates by looking at, at I think they are actually looking at daily data, maybe weekly data from, from the Treasury, from the Federal Reserve, they now estimate that the Fed's going to, that the Treasury will run out of money and will actually hit the debt ceiling with no, with binding authority, meaning they can't spend money, they can't write checks, um, sometime in June now, rather than in, rather than in August. Um, not coincidentally, um, Speaker McCarthy goes to the House, uh, goes, excuse me, to the New York Stock Exchange on Monday of this past week and unveils, here's our plan. Here's what we're going to do to to alleviate this issue of the debts of the debt ceiling. Um, let me see if I can find that. Uh, I know I I know I put that out here, um, or at least yes, there it is. Um, and 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 we're and and publish it. Then followed it up with a on Wednesday actually introducing legislative language, a 320-page bill, okay, which I have to say in terms of bills before Congress is not that long a bill. It is giving you a full week to look at it, to see what it is that's in there before they vote it and, and said, we're taking this to the floor, we're going to vote it next week. Okay, so what's inside it, okay? And I'm relying on on uh, the American Action Forum and and Douglas Holtz-Eakin 
uh, who was uh, George W. Bush's uh, OMB director, I believe, back in the day, um, and has worked at AAF for a long time. I consider them a they're they're a center right uh, publication uh, or, or excuse me, a, a organization, and 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 says here's what we're going to do, right? It raises the debt limit by $1.5 trillion or suspends it until March 31st, whichever comes first. Okay. Um, that's, what a clean, that's what a clean debt limit increase would look like. They could send, and if they just did that, they could, they could pass that. They could, send it to, they could send it to the Senate. The Senate would be, really, just till March next year? We got to do this again next year? Well, okay, and they probably would sign it, and it, but it's what the it's what President Biden wants. He wants just that. But Speaker McCarthy says, "Oh no, 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 no. We're not. You're not going to just do that. Okay, we're actually going to put in some growth provisions. We're going to put in some reduction provisions as well uh, to help with some things that happen." Um. The first thing it does, which I think is easy and actually think something that that would be agreed to by the parties, it sweeps in. Okay, there's still money that's been unspent from the COVID-19 response bills, not just the Biden bill, but there's still even some small amount of money left from the two bills passed in 2020 during the Trump administration. It just says, okay, cancel all that. We need that money to help cover the debt. We're not going to spend that anymore. Two, and here's where here's where you start getting into the bargaining chips. Two, rescind the dollars dedicated to hiring new IRS agents. Three, put a hold on both the president's student loan uh, student loan forgiveness program and Department of Education's proposed rule for income driven repayments. Okay, so that you you you're your student debt payment can't be more than a certain percentage of your income. And then four would repeal the clean energy tax credits in the Inflation Reduction Act. You can't really be sure how much that's going to cost. So those are four of the items that are in there. The first one seems fairly non-controversial. The other three are policy elements that the, that the Biden administration really wants. Here's the fifth one, and here's the piece where, where I'm like, oh, that's cool. I, I, I pray, God, that this might happen. Okay? Spending in fiscal 24 would be cut back to fiscal 22 levels, which were large, right? But it takes out all the fiscal 23 increases that were in, that were in the variety of bills that were passed by the, by the, the Democrat-controlled Congress back in, back in uh, 22, and then says, you can grow it at only 1% annually over the budget window. That actually reduces spending, according to Holtz-Eakins estimates, by $3.6 trillion. It's a hard cap on discretionary spending. It doesn't freeze Medicare, Medicaid, doesn't freeze Social Security, doesn't touch any of that. It only touches, it only touches discretionary spending. But it contributes $3.6 trillion. It's not really, you know, as opposed to the to the budget items that you're discussing uh, in terms of the IRS agents and, and the student loan forgiveness and the clean energy stuff, that's less than half that. So I actually, I, 
I don't think any of those pieces will pass, but maybe one of them gets through. Okay? Why do... Okay? Why are those things in there, for one thing, when you know the the president's not going to accept that? Right? He's not going to accept that bill as it is. The Senate's not going to pass that bill as it is. But why would you put that in there? We'll talk about that, and then... How does this connect to the whole de-dollarization discussion that seems to be everywhere on the Internet here in just a moment? We'll be right back. King Banging Show, The Biz, 1440. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Every day... The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. The Ramsey Show. I found a job that's very rewarding, but they're going to work me like a dog. It's a 70-hour work week. 70 hours a week. Man's not, woman's not created to work like that. Indefinite? Yeah, that's an indefinite situation. You married? I am not married. You won't be. Yeah. You could do it for a short term. Don't sell out for something that just looks good. It's got to be good in all aspects. Break free from debt with The Ramsey Show. Weekday afternoons, 1 to 4. Thank you. Like 
Welcome back, King Banging Show, the Biz 1440. That song put a smile on my face for reasons that only Spencer and I will know. <laughs> that is that that is Green Room Connected, Spencer. Thank you. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. So look, the so the House House Republicans uh, in, in, in Congress have offered a bill now. Um, they have legislative language. It's got some. It's got some uh, policy in it to. Uh, they try to put in uh, a bunch of uh, things, like the uh, like the energy bill that they proposed that would allow further uh, uh, allow further de- uh, uh, development of natural resources, reopen uh, the Alaska National Wildlife Reserve, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, red tape, get get rid of the red tape that might that's holding up like Keystone and so forth. Right. Uh, other other things like the Rains Act is in there. Uh, there's a there's a requirement for work that's in there too. Let me be very clear about this. The whole purpose of all these writers, both the spending ones and the others, is simply to get to 218 votes. You can't raise the debt limit without a bill. In order to get to where you can negotiate a bill, you actually have to get a bill out of the House to the Senate, the Senate will not pass your bill. It will pass its own bill. It will look significantly different than the Senate, the House, and the White House go into a room in the in the bowels of of of, uh, of Congress and hash out a reconciliation bill, and then they will pass it at the last minute. That's frankly what's going to happen, right? The whole purpose of the bill is to get a get to, get to two eighteen. There's no other reason for this. It has good things in it. I wish it was. Tr- I wish I'd be fine with this. If this bill were to become law, I would actually be very happy. I'd also be shocked because that would mean that President Biden had in fact had in fact lost his mind, and we would know that because the minute after he signed that bill. Democrats around the country would be looking for who's going to replace him on the ballot in 24. It would be political suicide for him to sign this bill. So he's not going to do that. The more important point that Holt Seekin makes, and I think is important to understand, is that this bill is not serious about dealing with the deficit. Why not? Because it only focuses, it focuses all of the reductions on one quarter of the budget. Okay, ten trillion of it is going to be interest costs. You can't touch that, right? But you've got Social Security at eighteen trillion. You've got health programs at twenty-two trillion. Um, that's half the projected spending right there. And both the both House Republicans and the Biden White House remember that debate during the State of the Union address where Biden, whether you like, you might not like me saying it this way, Biden kind of got the Republicans to sort of say that's a lie, we're not proposing to reduce uh, reduce mandatory spending. And he's like, great, we agree about that. Hey, wonderful. Okay, so now to stay within that, they have to do this instead. It is not clear to me they can get to 218, but if he can get to 218, and this frankly is the only purpose, only reason why you have Kevin McCarthy as your speaker is he will figure out a way to get 218 votes for a bill that includes the language to raise the debt because he's got to get to the conference committee. 
Now, why does this connect to the de-dollarization piece? And let me be very clear. What do I mean by de-dollarization? Okay, and I've actually written on this. If you go to the Palgrave Dictionary of Economics, I write about currency issues um, very regularly, and I actually have an entry in it um, talking about about currency substitution uh, and and the and the use of other currencies other than than when you use in some other country uh, a foreign currency rather than your domestic currency for transactions. De-dollarization, though, is a movement that tries to substitute away from the U.S. dollar for com- oil and commodity trade, um, for holding dollars as your, your foreign exchange reserves, as, a cl- as the clearing currency for a bilateral trade agreement, and for the fact that there are dollar-denominated assets. And it's important to recognize that not just an agreement between central banks, $12 trillion of, of non-bank financing in foreign countries are denominated in dollars. $12 trillion. Here's why the dollar is the dominant reserve currency. And we do get huge benefits from being the reserve currency. But why are we the reserve currency? Right. And the reason for that is when a foreign country receives receives income in terms of dollars, it needs a place where they can store them. If every country decides to just get rid of their dollars immediately upon trade, of course the value of the dollar collapse. We we suffer a great depreciation, but so do all those other places that have dollars as their foreign exchange reserves. Okay, all of those assets that are denominated in dollars, okay, all those bonds and stocks that are denominated in dollars lose value if all of a sudden everyone decides to de-dollarize, say, through some kind of mass hypnosis. I'm just trying to do a I'm just trying to do a thought experiment. Obviously, this isn't real. But if you do that, right, if you if you say that. The question is, when you switch to the foreign currency, what do you do with it? And the answer is, there's no place to put the money. Suppose we decided to all trade in yen rather than dollars. Can't do that. Why not? Because you can't find enough yen. You can't find enough yen-denominated assets to store the value of your trade. Right, so say you send wheat to um, let's pick a country, Bangladesh. So the United, so let's say let's say Canada decides to send wheat to Bangladesh, and says we don't like the yank dollar anymore. We don't want that. So we want you to we want to trade with you in. Well, you could pick the Canadian dollar, but it's a really small economy. You could say, and, and Bangladesh is not likely to have a have much access to Canadian dollars. Suppose they can instead go on foreign exchange markets, get cash yen, and say, you send me wheat, I send you cash yen. Canadian farmers receive the cash yen. What do they do with it? Well, they could go to Japan and try to buy some of their stuff. But it's unlikely that that's going to be be where they they want to do. They probably would like a way to hold it as an asset. 
The Japanese Central Bank, the Bank of Japan, owns 60% of Japanese government bonds. There's not enough government bonds out there for you to have a safe harbor for yen if you decide to trade at yen. The renminbi isn't even convertible for most foreign holders. There's no, there's no place to put it there. Rubles? Please. And the, pro- and the problem of trying to hold Europe- euros is that in order to create euro-denominated bonds, you either have they're, – they're not, they're not in a fiscal union. There's a monetary union. But you can't hold euro bonds that are guaranteed by Euroland. There is no such thing. You might want to hold German bonds. But the Germans run trade surpluses. There are not a whole lot of their bonds out there. They practice austerity. Switzerland? Forget about it. The Swiss are actually discouraging you from holding their bonds. Bonds, So forget the Swiss franc. Right? You only have dollars available because it's the only currency that's the only asset that is fairly well guaranteed of repayment which is going to tie me to the debt story in the next segment, and of sufficient volume that, volume that it can support world trade at the volumes it is right now. Okay? The dollar is a dirty shirt, but it's not just the cleanest dirty shirt in the hamper. It's the only shirt in the hamper. You only have one shirt to wear. It's the dollar. It's smelly. But your choice is to do that or go outside without a shirt. And you're back to doing small trades in currencies that will have a high transaction cost as you try to convert it from one currency to another currency in order to engage in trade. And the amount of trade that happens in the, economy, in the world economy falls dramatically as a result. And yet I continue to read stories about, oh gosh, my goodness, de-dollarization, it could be a real thing. Come on! It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. So why are we talking about it? I'm going to venture into some speculation here in a moment. Come back and listen to it on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Just about a year ago, I set out on the road, seeking my faith. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now, I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. My dad's 
says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. You need to call the police and you need to call your father. And you need to get you and your son away from this guy. We're going to remove the trespasser. I want to fix it. That's why I want to sell my home and I just want to be able to No, no, no honey, honey, we don't need to call a realtor. We need to get the boyfriend out of the house and that's going to involve the police. You and your son are in danger. You have to get away from this guy. Listen, you are worth being okay. Direct, honest, helpful. The Ramsey Show, live on the Biz 1440, weekdays 1 to 4. $40,000? Yes. To fix up your house. You're millionaires. Yes. <laughs> you had to call me about $40,000 when I you have know. when you have almost $2 million? The Ramsey Show, live every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. show the biz 1440 thank you for listening today um hoping you're having a great weekend uh and um and uh wishing you a good uh, good next week uh, i will be celebrating or marking it's not a celebration just marking of the um of the um uh, what we call a genocide uh, remembrance day uh, in the armenian community which is on monday so uh 424 not 420 424 um will be will be uh, will be uh marked on monday uh and uh final week of classes here at st cloud and then uh and then uh graduation is actually the first the first uh friday in may uh we get done pretty quick here uh at st cloud uh so looking for looking forward and actually you know i'm kind of looking forward to it kind of not the place is better when there's students around it just is uh, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. You got one last minute question as I head to the head to the barn here in just a bit, but uh, but just to make one uh, to make this last point about it about what I was talking about in the last segment, the de-dollarization thing is not that big an issue. So the way to think about the about the debt ceiling debate and the de-dollarization debate is they're two sides of the same coin. Nobody likes the dollar being used against them. The United States receives tremendous benefits from being the world's reserve currency. It became it by default and by treaty at the end of World War II as the only, as the only intact economy left uh, when Western Europe decided basically to explode itself 
in in four in five and a half years of terrible war, the United States was what was left. And so everyone created through the Bretton Woods system a system in which the dollar was to be used. That encouraged the United States to take advantage of that world that world uh, reserve currency status. It encouraged it to create deficits during the Vietnam War that they were not supposed to be there. There was supposed to be some agreement. Hey, you guys have to abide, abide by a sound fiscal policy. We did it. And so they took out one thing that was in the way of, of uh, making Bretton Woods work, which it, Bretton Woods couldn't work in that way because Bretton Woods was a fixed exchange rate system. So we, when we closed, when Nixon closed the gold window in August of 1971, shortly thereafter, rather than everyone pegging themselves to the dollar and the dollar pegging itself to gold, basically we first unpegged ourselves to gold and then all the other currencies just floated vis-a-vis the dollar and each other. Okay, there's a whole lot of financial history I could put in here, but the point is the dollar got this way first by design and then by default because after Nixon closed the gold window, the only reason the dollar is the world's reserve currency is is by then by then the system had the systems had been built in such a way that it was hard to wean yourself off the dollar. We took advantage of Bretton Woods to engage in deficit spending in the nineteen sixties. We continue to take advantage of our status as the world's reserve currency today. And that can include even moments where we walk right up to the brink of default because it is very costly to switch out of the dollar to some other currency to settle trade, to hold assets, and all the other elements that would be needed for de-dollarization. No other country in the world can get close to this. The British had had the slightest whiff that they might default on their on their on their bonds last fall and it brought down a government in less than 40 days or well maybe it was 40 days and less than a head of lettuce if you remember that story okay it brought down a government in less than a head of lettuce okay we're going to be far closer to being bankrupt, okay, being unable to meet our bills, than anything proposed by pr- proposed uh, by uh, Liz Truss's government last year, we're going to be far closer. And nothing like what happened to her will happen to the White House or happen to Congress because of our status, and we know it, and we take advantage of that. And that's why you're hearing the de-dollarization debate, because they want to have you concerned. They want to have Congress concerned. They want to have you writing emails to Congress people, to the White House, to your local neighborhood state university economists saying, aren't you concerned about the default and the fact that the or aren't you concerned that the dollar will cease to be the world's reserve currency? Yeah, I'm very concerned about it. I just I've just taken a very realistic look and saying switching from the dollar to something else is extremely costly and right now there isn't anything else you can point to and say that will cause it to rise that will that's going to be the re, that is going to cause the dollar to cease to be the reserve currency 
we traded on it in our decision to use to use economic sanctions including trade using dollars with russia in this in this war with ukraine we used our our reserve currency status as a weapon against russia okay the chinese look at that and they say well if we were to ever make a move on taiwan they're going to do that to us too so why wouldn't Russia, China, Iran, and even Saudi Arabia, who has no good reason to trust this particular White House, why wouldn't they discuss, hey, is there a way we could get out of using the dollar in trade? I think that's wishful thinking, and I think they know it. They're just trying to make noise that might breed doubt with it among us. But I don't see that really happening. It's going to take something truly cataclysmic. We would have to default on bonds for a month or more. You'd you'd have to go from technical default to a legitimate default, okay, that would drop our ratings below those of Italy before you would see the dollar start to be really considered as not a reserve currency in, in the world. And I actually don't know what would replace it. So I don't, uh, you know, do I take it seriously? Yeah. But do I think it's realistic? No, I don't. Okay. Serious, but not realistic. I think that might be the title for the second hour of the King Banging Show. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Spencer, thanks for your work on uh, on cutting up the uh, audio as well. We'll be back next week. Next week, GDP, two weeks, jobs report, and the FOMC. All of that coming up on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. That's 800-989-0841. Does inflation have you worried? Maybe you have an appliance or two on life support or dated ones that need to be renewed before the holidays? Don't worry. Appliance Renew has your back. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We have a large inventory of brand new name brand scratch and ding appliances at 20 to 50% off. Appliance Renew is your peace of mind solution in these crazy economic times. We have over 250 brand new scratch and ding appliances from LG, Whirlpool, GE, Maytag, Frigidaire, and more. Just waiting for you in our Farmington showroom. All appliances are brand new with a little ding or two. We thoroughly inspect and test everything, and we stand behind our appliances with a complete one-year warranty. Whether you're looking for washers, dryers, stoves, refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, or more, you'll find it at Appliance Renew in downtown Farmington. Stop by today or search for Appliance Renew online. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. What's your favorite high school sports memory? 
a late-inning rally, a game-winning shot, a photo finish. Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.